Previously on Quest Friends Forever. A crackling blue and white wave of energy begins to emerge from the surrounding trees. All living things in Rosewater have just somehow vanished. Hello, beast! We are here again! Do you guys want like a, like a blessing from me or somebody? Go get a blessing on the house! I go to knowledge, not nature. Why don't you just go ahead and touch the old symbol there and uh, we'll, get you, we'll get you all blessed up. And you have emerged in the other world in the city of Remedy. What you know, bruv? It's the weapon. Come to visit us on duty. They're coming so, with us. The guards are coming with us. Almost 50 people emerge back to the portal into your hotel room in the Pantheon. <laughs> we need a safe place. What if we all go back to the forest? Maybe the readers know something. I leave the room and I go next door to Foster Grant's fleshy vessel uh, inhabitants. He has a Tamagotchi. It's going to be my familiar. Oh. Oh, oh my okay. god, that's so cute. It's a Gamatachi. Gamatachi. We're just a little confused about what the what the mission is here. I put both hands under his feet and I throw him into the dumpster. <laughs> you got those guys over somewhere, right? Because when they're not charmed, we can interrogate them. They're in a safe place right? and I know exactly where oh, they okay, are. Cool. And when we need them, we can go find them. It's dawn the next morning at the Lakeshire Inn where you and all of the rescued Remedians now have your own comped rooms and meals. Thank you, Jared. The camera starts in the room that the four of you are sharing, although right now the room is empty, and we're staring at two empty wooden chairs that are set up a few feet away from one of the beds. After a few beats, the door flies open, and we see Val and Ellie leading in a restrained Gary, and Jared and Stephanie leading in a similarly restrained Jerry, the two formerly charmed guards that you brought back to your world from the other Remedy. Timothy Timothy brings up the rear, trying to act natural, but moving in panicked motions and constantly looking back over his shoulder to make sure no one is witnessing this scene. He shuts the door once everyone is inside, and Gary and Jerry are pushed down into the chairs, tugging at their restraints made from the remnants of Foster Grant's wardrobe. Oi, what's the big idea here, bruv? Etc, etc, etc. They are ready to be interrogated. What do you do? Do the thing. Val's was very excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Val has a history of trying to intimidate everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our last interrogation of uh, of the guy in uh, at the discotheque robbery was uh, a very interesting experience for all three well, of you. To be fair, I feel like in this instance, Val might be the best suited to interrogate. Right? Perhaps. Ar- arguably. Perhaps. Because they would listen I... to Val because they think Val is the weapon. I love that. The weapon. I love. I love this for Val. Sorry, all of this is off pod. Um, <laughs> let's have Val lead the interrogation and we're, we're just going to look tough. Yes. Sure thing. So <laughs> Val was not the last one in the room. No, Timothy, Is Timothy was bringing up the rear, like checking behind, making sure like, oh, okay. we're all, everything's normal here. Okay, so and after so Timothy, he Timothy walks in the room, then Val, uh, turns around and then walks like sort of an around in a circle to be behind Timothy. So now it seems that even though it's clearly obvious, it's not what happened. Val is now the last one in the room. Okay. So that Val can slam the door shut really hard. So you reopen the door and then shut it. it I reopen like. the door and slam the door shut, and I look and I say, "Hello." Anything? Oi! What? What? What's all this then? I thought I thought we were on the same team here, Gov. Val uh, walks up to the the guy who just talked. Which one is it, Gary or Jerry? Uh, the closest to you is Jerry. Okay, Jerry. So Val walks up and slaps Jerry upside the head. Oh goodness. Okay. Please comply with my instructions. Hello. <laughs> oh. Goodness! Oh God! Oh, oh, jeez, Gov! Please comply with my instructions. I would love Do to. You gotta, gotta tell me what the instructions are, there, bro. Do bruv. the thing. What's happening here, weapon? Please comply with my instructions. And then Val step takes a step back. Is there any? There's furniture in this room at all? Yeah, it's the room you, you guys have been staying in. Uh, so there's, okay. uh, there are two beds, which uh, yeah. Stephanie and Ellie take one. Jared takes the other, and then Val sleeps or powers down in a closet, presumably. That's what we've been going with in the past. Uh, there's like a little desk. Uh, there's these two chairs that have been set up that the, the two guards are now in, um, and like two end tables next to each bed. Okay. So Val goes over to grab one of the end tables and throws it against the, the opposite wall, smashing it into pieces. Classic Val. Getting back to our roots. I love it. And then points at Jerry. Do the thing. Is, is the thing piss myself, Gov? Cause I think I might be on the way to that. It appears that your memory engram is malfunctioning. As a model XFCED001, I am equipped uh-huh. with the correct maintenance protocol. Would you like some assistance? I would love to know what's going on, yes. 
Goes. And then Val slaps him over the head again. <laughs> okay. Whack. Val's uh, glass dome is bright red right now, by the way. I would imagine so, yes. Not red, kind of magenta purplish again. Ooh, okay. This is not Val actually mad, but Val is pretending to this be This is mad. Val's uh, acting mad. Yes, yeah, acting is not very, not very good. They are would love to comply, but they don't know what the hell you are saying. They don't know what you are asking for. Uh, then, so a lot of just confused. Oh, bro, what's what's happening, bro? I thought we were on the same team here, bro. Val does the thing. Val doesn't have fingers, but Val does the thing where they kind of lean forward, so the glass dome is really close to Jerry's face, and then gestures their hand, sort of like the. How do I exp- explain this? As a person, so you would take like two fingers and kind of point them at your own eyes, and then point them somewhere else to be like, you need to look over there. So Val's doing that, but with a robot hand. Just clink. Okay. It's it's like a tap clink against the glass dome, and then like <laughs> gestures at Jerry uh, with this with this metal clasp of a hand, of a metal robot hand, and then points at Stephanie, and then stands up and then uh, walks over by Stephanie. They their gaze follows you. The plan. Wh- which plan, bruv? Val hurriedly like uh, falling over falling over themselves runs back over and slaps Jerry upside the head again. <laughs> And then I jump in and I'm like, you know what plan we're talking about. Uh, they, they, uh, so Jerry's dealing with a bit of a, a head trauma, it sounds like, from being slapped around <laughs> by this heavy metal weaponized hand. So, uh, so Gary is going to chime in here and uh, Gary's going to look at Ellie and say, well, well, boss, what's, what's the big idea? I thought we were, you said we were the infantry here, bruv. And then I'm going to step in front of Ellie mm. and I'm going to say, she doesn't want to talk to you until she knows whose side you're on. What are you doing here? Val, hit him again. No, 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 bruv, no. Uh, uh, Jerry cowers in the seat and, like, slinks down to get low. We, Val we almost almost intentionally swings over Jerry's head mm. to hit Gary upside the head really Jesus. hard. <laughs> we need you... To tell us what you know of the plan to make sure that you haven't been compromised. How did you get in the dumpster? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> so Jerry's still not feeling well. Uh, Gary looks at Jared and he goes, like, Well, well this, this girl here put us in the dumpster. Lies. <laughs> Bro. Stephanie uh, is going to use her telepathy to, like, uh, tell Ellie. Look very angry and intimidating. Like, be extra bad right now. So Ellie uh, crosses her arms and furrows her brow and goes, as hard as she can, and then coughs a little bit because <laughs> it hurt her throat. <laughs> are you uh, are you questioning? No, 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 bro. No, of, course, of course, of course, of course not. Of course you not. know what we do to people that do not comply with instructions, right? Uh, Gary's eyes go really wide and goes, oh, I've, I've witnessed it myself. Yes, it's quite, quite terrifying what the Landgrave can do. Val slams both hands down on the armrests of Jerry or Gary. What? It doesn't matter. One of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whoever, whoever's not <laughs> unconscious at this point. Okay. Uh-oh, something doesn't feel right. Damage detected to cyanic neural core <laughs> processor. <laughs> Self-destruct sequence initiated. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, bro. They'll bro, do bro. it. Bro. They'll do it, too. No, no, no. We'll, we'll They're not afraid. Malfunction. We'll Initiating force reboot of critical systems. Just a sec. Seems like the weapons are a and then, little and bit then, offline and then, here. And then there's a pause. And then Val hits Jerry upside the head. God damn it. <laughs> they stopped this time because they don't want to have to self-destruct. Yeah, you're lucky they're in a good mood today. All right, all right, but, all right, all right, all right, all right, Gary says. So, you need me to tell you what we know about? And he glances at Ellie and then back to you, Stephanie, goes with big eyes, like, the plan, then. I just, like, stare him down, just obviously, of course. Like, Please right. comply with my instructions. All right, all right. Uh, Gary starts nodding and he looks over at Jerry. He goes, I think this is a loyalty test here, bruv. We, we got this, we got this. And Jerry says because uh, he's been hit the head several times. Um, <laughs> Gary continues, well, uh, we we were stationed there in our remedy there, bruv, and, uh, you know, as, as per our instructions, right? Uh, we, we've been training 
they starting New Zealand. I got to stop that. We've been training. Uh, if you hit them, if you hit them over the head hard enough, they change yeah, their accents. All their accents kind of just eventually turn to the same one. The the only one that I can do. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've been stationed there in uh, Remedy, there, bruv, and uh, we've been we've been training the strongest of the bunch to become uh, uh, combat ready. They're gonna join us here in the Gravers. Uh, the Gravers is what they are called, by the way. This this Sick force. as fuck. In case you couldn't hear me with the very very good accent I'm doing. We've been training them for the uh, for the Gravers, although. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of uh, superstars in the bunch there. It's not the, the toughest group we've come across. That's for bloody true. Uh, we've been monitoring the uh, the the health of the, the citizens there, bruv, as you instructed, and uh, no one no one seems to be experiencing any uh, ill effects of the of the crossover from the other world. Uh, it seems like the device worked as planned, and it seems like uh, you can continue to use it as you see fit there, bruv. Uh, of course, that's, that's if you want to. If you want to, there. Uh, and he looks at mm. Ellie and kind of cowers in his seat, like, "Oh, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to tell you what to do there, there, uh, boss." But uh, you know, it, it seems like it's it's going well. Um, Stephanie for... stands up a bit straighter and a bit Ooh. more menacing. Ooh, menacing. Mm. And he says, "So, so it seems like the the again eyes wide the plan to uh, you know cr- cross over ourselves and 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 continue our, our conquest is, is ready ready to roll there, bruv. Good good to go. Ready to rock and roll, as they say." Now, do you remember why we're coming to this world? Uh, he looks over at Jerry, who is still, uh, he's got cartoon birds circling around his head. <laughs> what kind of birds? Uh, little yellow uh, Tweety looking birds. Although, it's to be for, for legal reasons, not Tweety bird, but Tweety looking birds. Oh, so like parakeets? Sure, but they're yellow, kind of like the cartoon bird, but not the cartoon bird for legal reasons. Um, whichever one is talking, I forgot already, turns back to you. I think it was Gary. Doesn't matter. And says, well, for total conquest and, and dominance, the, what the Langrave always wants. Of, mm-hmm. of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. To make all bend to her will, as we do every day. For, and we thank her for her generosity to let us be employed in her services and not you have our... You absolutely should thank her. Oh, we, we do. Constantly. Every day. We thank her that she has not spread our guts around the world as she has done with so many others. Well, good. And yeah. Ellie, now. Ellie goes, humph. <laughs> As soon as he does that, uh, Val goes and grabs the other nightstand and throws that against the wall. Now, do you remember where we put the machine? You had it with you. You're going from city to city using it to Mm -hmm. to test it, right? Uh, Give us the truth. Well, we started at Remedy, right? Remedy was was ground zero, as they say. Uh, Moved a little bit south there. We went to that, uh, that, that forest, that big old forest there. We used it there. Uh... We're still going south. And, Which uh, part of the forest do you remember? Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I've been stationed in Remedy, but I... What kind of a soldier are you? One who's been stationed in a small town. I, I, I'm a grunt. Yeah, where's your moleskin? Well, that seems I'm, private. I'm sorry. You're going to look at your leader and tell her you don't know? Well, it's a need-to-know basis. I mean, whatever happens with the Landgrave and uh, the Artificer is, is their business. We're, we're not supposed to ask. Good, this was a test to make sure nobody in your unit was talking. Oh, so did we pass then? Are we, are we, or as they say, you passed the first part of the test. Hmm. Now, what do you know of the artificer? We know that he keeps to himself. The, the Landgrave doesn't let anybody get near him. But, Liar. Uh, they've been, they've been working very closely together. Oh, and he, he looks back at Ellie. You have been working very closely. You've been working very closely to build a device, and uh, the last person that asked what the artificer's name was got his throat cut on the spot. So uh, we, are, we all learn pretty pretty fast not to not to bother. I'm trying to be like really tough, but as soon as you say throat cut, I like visually you get, like, like real oh my god, machine, like oh, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> oh my god, it's a lot. Okay, no, I'm good. I'm better. Sorry. So what you're saying is you don't know where the artificer is. You passed the second test. How oh. good for you. He exhales. Oh, thank, thank, thank goodness. Uh, J- Jerry, I think so we're going to do well here. I'm going to do an insight check on you right now. Oh, oh no, not an insight check, he says. Do you say that out so loud if in you're, character? If you're lying, I'm going to know about it. Oh, I hope you don't roll high there, bruv. <laughs> I got a 25 to insight. Yeah, uh, he is uh, on the on the verge of pissing his pants, terrified, and he is uh, he's genuine in all this. He does not know anymore. Uh, as a as a ground level grunt who was stationed in a 
shitty small town without a lot of uh, threat of violence or escape attempts, he's not going to have a ton of privileged information. Now, do you remember what happened with the citizens of Remedy? Our Remedy, not the other world's Remedy. Wait, it's confusing because there's a lot of Remedies. There's, I mean, there's two Remedies, but which, 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 what are we talking about? Val hits it upside the head again. Our oh. world's Remedy. Oh, so we're the one before we brought the folks over. The one before, obviously. Gosh. Well, we killed them all like you told us to. Hmm. We had, to, we, had to, we had to secure Steph- the town for the, for the experiment, of course. Stephanie turns around like she's pretending to pace, and she just, like, her face is just like, holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit. Yeah, okay. Ellie, Ellie makes big eyes at you when you turn around like, oh, my God. All your plans are falling right into place, though, Landgrave, as, as just as always. <laughs> You're so great. Please don't hurt me. Well, that's good to hear. Maybe our mole isn't in remedy. Where are you from? Blazon Blazonton <laughs> Sounds <laughs> wait, fake. Wait. Danny Barkley. No, it's with an did S, not a guess, Z. It's an S not you, a Z, so it's not it's not weird. Blazonton. Blazonton? Um, Spell it. Uh, what's the town motto? What's its main oh, export? Sounds fake. Plants. Pla- plants and leaves. What you're... time what time is it in Blazonton right now? Uh, probably uh, early early evening. Definitely after four. Probably before five. Somewhere there in the middle. <laughs> Seems a little fishy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't uh, like this. <laughs> Christ, Danny says. Tell me, um, because I think that was before my time. Why were you spared in Blazington, but Remedy was not? Oh well, m- much of Blazington was wiped out, but. I, I was recruited to join the, the force. This is the way we're trying to recruit those Remedy folks into the Gravis. So they go from, we go from town <laughs> to town, destroying the town and picking scum like you to join the ranks? Pretty much. That's that's the gist. Mm. And then uh, and then he looks at uh, Stephanie. He goes, wait, who are you, actually? Now, now that, I mean, I don't mean to be insubordinate, but. Whack. Well, you're being it insubordinate. It to me like you're being I hate him insubordinate. Oh, all, right, all right, all right, all right, fair, 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 all right. Just, I just make, I'm making sure this isn't a, a secret triple part of the test where the Landgrave makes me give up information to a stranger. You think I, the Landgrave lets all of her people be known and be seen? I guess that makes sense based on the, the throat slashing with the artificer thing. I guess that, tr- that tracks. I, I believe it, he says. I I turn to Seventy and I'm like, we hired these fools? <laughs> Wait. Also, I do want to at least uh, off pod um, recognize real quick. Do they know me as the hero or whatever Robin Hoodie guy? Clint Fisthart? They have not indicated at this point. Okay, cool. I turn to Gary and Jerry. I do an up down of both of them with my eyes. I turn back to you and I say, get them out of my sight. Well, that's not. That's actually up to this. Uh, up to the the Landgrave. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> talking about insubordination. Damn. Oh no. Oh my God. I'm. S- oh, be careful, oh. there, bruv. Oh my goodness. You don't talk. Oh. <laughs> I turn to Allie. Uh, I say. Oh my goodness. May we get them out of my sight? Ellie was watching Jared do that little routine, so Ellie uh, tries to mimic, and Ellie looks him up and down with her eyes, and then puts her hands on her hips and says. Get them out of my sight, too. Yeah, she says. I like that her tough voice is cartoon mouse gangster from Brooklyn yeah. in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, see? Where's yeah. my cheese, see? Yeah. So she she just mimics and does the same thing as Jared. Okay. Take care of them. Or oh, get, me. get them out of our sight. Okay, so um, Is that before... me? Do I take them? Uh, yes, but I feel like we would have talked about what we're going to do with them after this. Sure. This time, instead of just throwing them in the trash, I mean, we could just throw them in the trash again. But, um, y'all, what do we want to do with these people? I mean, to be fair, the trash can. It worked. Seems it worked, and we know where to get them, and they have stuff to eat if they get hungry. Is there a jail here? Uh, in the Pantheon, no, there is not, because there's no militia, no authority force, no nothing like that. 
because they had never needed one before. So. Fuck. Okay. Well, okay, what here. If we, what can if, what we if, send them to go capture the mayor? What? No. What if we send them to DJ? And then he, they could help around at the club. We can say it's a it's a front for our mischievous deedings. Because he's also building little robots and stuff, right? So <gasps> it'll be like this is, this is all part uh, of the machines. Yeah, send like it. it. We I have like to it. go, and this that's even further. The artificer's apprentice. I'll send. I'll send like a uh, an animal. I'll, I'll send like word to him or whatever, so he knows just pin a fucking work. note to their chests, like they're a kid going to elementary <laughs> school. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. So, do you need me to write a secret note real quick? Um, I do need to, you to write a secret note. Yes, and then you can give them their mission. Um, what should I write on the note? Well, I guess that's for me to decide. Um, okay. While you're thinking of that, I'm gonna untie them. Uh, we are sending you on a secret mission. I turn around and I immediately, I look around. Is there paper and a pen somewhere? Yeah, there's a little desk in this room. Okay. I run over to the only desk that's not broken. Yeah, the one left. <laughs> <laughs> the one left. Uh, I grab a piece of parchment. Love that. Love and a that. pen. Or a quill. quill. Sure. Thank you. Quill and a parchment. And I start writing a letter. This letter says... Uh, you would have probably we would have talked about it, but you writing the letter would probably be very Jared. So yeah, we want them the to go Jared, to discotheque and help uh, the artificer's apprentice and wait for a word. But for now, blend in, make friends. Don't these people don't suspect you? Just um, no word at the Landgrave or the robot or nothing. Okay, so on on the note, I'm going to write hey dj it's your besties um (laughs) he'll know it's your besties these two have a role-playing kink and we would love if you can keep them busy thinking that the discotheque is a cover uh for some underling big secret conspiracy and please play that at them any chance you get, we'll try to be back as soon as possible. And tell him he's the Artificer's Apprentice. And you're the Artificer's Apprentice. P- P- Sign your besties. P.S. You're the Artificer's Apprentice. That's who you are. And have fun with them. And then you, well? you seal it with some wax. And a kiss. And a kiss. And always a kiss. Yeah, always Fragrance. a kiss. Um, I turn, envelope in hand, wax sealed, gorgeous quill calligraphy. On the front. Also in the bottom corner, it says top secret. Nice. And I walk up to Jerry and Gary. I present them with the envelope and I say, this is your last chance. If you open this letter before you arrive at your destination, you're toast. Oh, well, I don't like toast. So uh, I'm on board for that, bruv. It's also cursed. So it will actually like, oh my God, actually cursed. turn oh. into toast. You'll turn oh, go, go, into go, 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 ghost. I, w- I was, I was not being, I was not being facetious. I was being very literal. You are toast. You will be toast. If you open this letter. Before well, Jerry over here is gluten free. Before you take this letter, we need you to take off your armor and your weapons. Leave uh, them with us. You are going to be posing undercover as barkeeps in a secret hideout known as the discotheque. Mm. Here, you will be working for and protecting the artificer's apprentice. Uh, his this... uh, Gary's eyes go wide. Oh, wow, that's, that's high ranking. All right. F- finally getting some places here, it sounds like. Did I say you could talk? Oh, oh. What did I just say? I need you to say everything that I just said. Were you listening? Am I, am I allowed to talk now? Yes, you can talk. Oh, now. oh, thank God. Okay. All right. So we're going to go find a disco place and we're going to be bar- uh, barkeeps and we're going to pretend, it sounds like. Is that right, bruv? Until, until we hear word, right? No questions. The only people that, uh, the only time that you can break your cover is when we come back and say the secret word, which is, and I, I dramatically point to, <laughs> to Jared. Lizard skin. Okay. All right. Ellie says, yeah. Oh, so my goodness. 
so they comply. Uh, once you untie them, they uh, get rid of their armor. They'd already gotten rid of their, their chest plates, and so they removed their pants as well. Thankfully, they are wearing clothes underneath, unlike the other guards you encountered in the other world. So they are not in their skivvies. Um, and they provide you with their weapons, which are just very basic uh, short swords. And um, they, they go to the door. Okay, cool. Here is 10 gold. <laughs> this is the direction. This is how you get there. Oh, don't, don't give them any money because then you won't have 420. Tell them, tell them, yeah, tell them to make their own way. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Uh, uh, Ellie Ellie uh, kind of whispers into your ear, Stephanie, and says, "We can give them some of the free food that we have from the hotel." You as rations. really want us to keep four twenty coins, don't you? Desperately, you're Ellie says into your us, ear. You're not going to let us spend any of that money ever, are you? I mean, Ellie says Ellie says to Stephanie telepathically, "Blaze it, fucking blaze <laughs> it, bro!" No, she wouldn't. She would never. She would never. Uh, blaze him. No, she's uh, yeah. Yeah, so you send them off. Okay, yeah, we'll give them we'll give them food. Cool. Okay. Send them off with the the free food of the Lakeshire Inn, and off they go. They uh, they nod and they wave as they uh, walk. laugh out loud. They didn't even give them horses; they're just walking. Uh, so <laughs> they're them, fucking walking. It'll take them even longer. Yeah. It'll take them at least twice as long, so a month probably to get to fucking discotheque. And off they go. Yeah. Goodbye. What is up, Quest Friends Forever Nation? How's it going? This is Danny, your Dungeon Master, your DM, coming at you once again with the mid-episode hello here in episode 25. Hope everyone had a nice holiday break for all that kind of fun stuff, and let's do some business and then get back to this episode. If you are still in the giving spirit post-holidays, you know what you could give is a rating and a review to your favorite ish dungeons and dragons podcast that's us quest friends forever you love us uh you can now rate us on spotify which is a new feature they just added so you could uh head over there and give us five stars that would be pretty cool uh apple podcast also does the same thing you know how this works you've listened to a podcast before those ratings and reviews are super duper helpful and we would appreciate it so much if you had the time and the energy and we would love you for it go ahead and do that please 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 and thank you Speaking of podcasts, we do a bunch of them here. We run the Nostalgia Network at www.thenostalgianetwork.com, and we do shows like the Nostalgia Podcast, starring Jessica and Eric from this show, and the Lousy Advice Podcast, starring Eric from this show and his band Lousy Advice, and our newest show, The Momos and the Appas, a look at Avatar The Last Airbender, starring Jessica and Eric from this podcast, as well as Dr. Amber Jones. That comes out every Thursday. That one's a lot of fun. Check them all out and, you know, give them all ratings and reviews on Spotify. That would be so cute of you. And then since you're already on the internet, why not follow us on Instagram? That's where we do most of our our business. We're also on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube as well as most of the other shows on the network as well. Just go ahead and search for those. But Instagram is our big one. We are now posting video clips of every episode. They're about a minute long, little just fun sections from each episode in our off weeks. Dave, a.k.a. Val, is making those for us. And, uh, you know, it takes him a little while. So go ahead and uh, just watch those and give those a like and uh, appreciate his fine work. Dave also does the episode art for us every episode. And Eric Lefebvre, a.k.a. Jared, does all of our music, because I don't say that enough in these little breaks, so I want to give credit where credit is due. But that's enough credit. It's now time for more hot Dungeons & Dragons action. I do want to say, before I send you back, that the podcast Goblins got us a little bit on this one. We lost a little bit of audio due to some technical difficulties, so if some of the scenes here after the break seem a little abrupt, you'll know why. Uh, hopefully they still make sense and they get us to where we need to go. And uh, thanks for your patience and understanding on that. And that's enough for me. So let's get back to it. And we will see you in two weeks for another one. Bye-bye. We flash forward to the end of your weekend stay, your comped weekend stay at the Lakeshire Inn. And you have loaded up all of the Remedian citizens. How did you load them up, you ask? Well, it seems that the proprietor of the Lakeshire Inn was strong-armed into giving you a uh, week's supply of rations as well as a quartet of covered wagons 
when Jared threatened to leave a one-star rating on Fantasy Yelp <laughs> because his comped meal was overcooked. So to avoid the, the negative press, this, uh, this dwarf who has been enduring a lot of uh, shit from, from your party, so to speak, mostly to also just kind of get you out of his hair. Uh, yeah. So you now have enough rations to get to the Petrichor Forest and you have transportation for the refugees. Does does I mean does the door to this place have a like a top ten on mm-hmm. Yelp sign? Yeah, but it's like etched in. It's like etched in the stone. It's it's the number two in of the Pantheon, and they can't afford to lose that rating. Thank LARP. you for making giving Ooh, my character what credit. What is it? Wait, I got it. Instead of Yelp, it's LARP. Okay, okay, I like that's that. pretty good. Pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah fantasy yeah. Yelp is LARP. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, Jared would be able to do all that. So thank you. Um, also, Stephanie has sent word to the Petrichor Forest, like via our like messenger system or like animal messenger, or whatever, okay. to be like, you- "Hey, I'm bringing a bunch of people. This is how many people we have. This is what we're gonna need. We need to talk." I, you know, yeah. What animal do you send? Well, I'm not sending my familiar because I want them to come back. Do you have a um, familiar? Me- what if we? What if you don't have a familiar? That's Jeremy Johnson's. Oh, uh, do you do you have Jeremy Johnson now? Uh, I mean, I could talk with him. Nobody else could. I guess that's true. All right. You, you can be responsible for Jeremy Johnson now. Yeah, we have two familiars in the family now. Oof. No, it'll be a raven. It'll be a raven. Uh, it could probably fly faster than a badger can run. Probably, yes. Flying, I think, is the right thing to do. So with the uh, wagons full of Remedy citizens in tow, you leave the Pantheon and make your way to the Petrichor Forest. You're back beep, to the Petrichor Forest. Beep, beep, boop. Is that, what is that? <laughs> Huh? What what was oh, that? Oh sorry, I was just oh, oh sorry, that's my familiar. I was talking to my familiar. Are you playing with your gamatachi on this road trip? Beep 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 boop beep boop. Yeah, you're having ta- a I'm conversation. My, my little friend. You're having a conversation with your gamatachi. <laughs> raccoon. Yeah, just checking in. Beep boop. Beep boop. I I'm um, obsessed that Danny's talking and you're just over here like beep 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 boop. Boop yeah. boop 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 beep. Oh, he, I think he's I think he's upset. Beep, 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 boop, beep, boop. Um, I, have Val, nice, I have to be nice to him. Val, roll a D6. Ooh. Oh, I have to roll a D6. Uh-oh. We're getting interactive here. Stephanie oh, slash Jessica has taken over a few duties here. I got a one. Okay, cool. Um, when you open up your gamatashi, they look very, like, jumpy. Like, they, they want to play. They want attention. They uh, have not seen anybody in a long time. They need attention. And there's also a poop, so you have to clean that up. Oh, too. there's a poop? Mm-hmm. Beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have made, sorry, Jessica has made a gamatachi table for which Val must roll to interact with their so, goddamn digital so raccoon that I invented by accident. I'm so sorry. When the Apparently, raccoon poops, the when the raccoon poops action. it goes... Because it's sad. I mean, that's that's the sound of me pooping. That's what it sounds like when I poop. There's no difference here. (laughs) Look, apparently I'm the only one with actual Tamagotchi experience. So um, it's true. So I had to. I had to be the one. I was not going to let this pod not do the Tamagotchi thing. Right. Right. We can't bullshit this. I mean, we're playing a fantasy game, but it's not going to be realistic if we're not like if we're not That's like true. showing real scenarios of what dedicated. would happen with a real Tamagotchi we are in this world. Gamatashi. Fucking Gamatashi. dedicated to realism. Here we're dedicated to Jesus. Okay. All right. So that's what Val's doing on this trip. Does anyone yeah. else have any uh, jokey joke shit to do? Does on anybody, this, anybody else have any stupid dumb shit they want to do? On this week-long trek before we arrive in the forest? Um, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. I think I'm good. All yeah. right. All yeah. right. Yeah. Are you just hanging out? I'm just, yeah, I'm just chilling. I did all the work at the hotel. You know what? I'm going to rest now. I feel I feel so accomplished. And the thing with Yelp, I'm so proud of that. I can't believe I came up with that myself. <laughs> I am good just, to rest. You're just patting yourself on the back the whole trip, basically. I really am. Okay. Yeah. I'm very proud of myself. Jessica, is Stephanie doing anything on this trip? No, Ooh. she's chilling. Chilling. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. So we can get to the part that I have written down. So the week goes by without incident. You and the uh, caravan... Are, are not bothered on this trip. 
There is no weird encounters, thankfully. And you have uh, traveled back to the Petrichor Forest. And uh, you don't need to enter the forest in secret, as you did on your last trip. Uh, so you take a slightly different route that allows you to skip many of the smaller communities, you know, the places where the characters without speaking parts live. And you are able to take a uh, back road directly into Oxalis Grove, the home of the readers and the neighboring community of Stephanie and Ellie's hometown of Absalom. Our four heroes ride into town in the cart pulled by the horse core. They're back. Thank you so much. I was literally just going to ask about the horse core and how they were doing. You have, Do you have any updates them on them again. for us? Uh, they are looking stronger than ever. Uh, no, but like, what were they are doing they little, while we were? Are they healthy? Are they, are they sad? Because yeah. now uh, Val is spending a little bit more time with the Gamatachi and less time with them. Yeah, they're they feel a little neglected actually, and ad- additionally, on top of that, uh, the the covered wagons that are carrying the remedy citizens are also being pulled by horses, uh, a new group of horses, a new crop, if you will. So I'm sure uh, there's been a, a lot of horse love to go around. Okay, so, hold 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 your horses, oh, as I they say. We'll hold those horses. <laughs> will we be needing an inductee ceremony for the new horses into the core? Perhaps that's what you were doing on the road then. Well, uh, well, let's not skip. Let's not skip over this. Um, my first question is: Did they miss me? The horse core, of course they did. Also, um, what are the all of the other horses' names? And names. Oh what, my god, uh, names. Because we have the horse core. Numbers. So what is like? What is their like horse group name? Yeah, what's their deal? What's their vibe? Like, who's the cool one? Who's the hot one? Who's the one that they all kind of secretly hate? Like, I need to know. The dynamic. Stephanie, while Val is busy with their Gamatachi, um, Jared and Stephanie and Elliot are going to actually be talking to the horses. I'm going to get all that good horse goss. Um, the horse goss, I'm gonna, yeah, of course. I'm going to use my speak with animals thing to get all the get all the goss. I think the possibility of giving them their own title as the core group of like new I'm into um, so we could have the core and the something, and that's like our collection of uh, horse allies. So, uh, so, so they're, for, they're their, for their inductance into mm-hmm. the horse core, the okay. current guard horse core completely in spike in in tree spikes in uniform, right in attack formation. And there, there is like a it's like a boot camp with drill instructors yelling at them. Jesus, we we call them the pony core. I love mm. pony, and I want to do something alliterative with pony. Maybe instead of like the pony recruit, pals. they call them ponies. Pony pony pals is pretty good. Pony posse. Pony pals. <gasps> pony posse. Pony posse. Oh, pony po- okay. okay. Pony posse. It's the horse core and the pony posse. That is literally the answer. Okay, we figured it out. With the pony posse. Okay. Write that down. Yes. Somebody write. Somebody out there. Somebody write that down. Right now, write okay. that down for us. Now, so how um, many? We need how many? Yeah. We, what are their names? And what's yes. the dynamic? Uh, well, you you named Horace, 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 and Horace. So. Uh, it would be up to you to name these horses, of which How there many? are. God, there's going to be sixteen of them. That's too many horses to name. I think right now. No, no, no. They all, all the names have to start Stop. with all the names have to start with P. Do I got that. one one group. Okay. Uh, they're all going to be. It's going to be Paul. all ladies. Wait, it's going to be all ladies. Okay. It's going to be Sherry, 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 and Cherry. Okay. Ooh. I hope so. so. And then Sherry. Okay. That's the Philly so, unit. Okay. And then uh-huh. one of the other units is just pony, 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 and pony, all spelled differently. All right, Dave, you get one. Okay. Uh, the other one's uh, uh, Italian horses, Italian bred horses. I'm already They're closing my eyes. all named Peter and Paul. Wait, what? They're what? Why are they Italian? That's, that's a Godfather joke. Oh. 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 Never mind. Mm. Okay, cut that mm. part out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all like, oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> um. I, I like the idea. Actually, that no, I'm sorry. That's a good each... joke. Not, not God, God, that's a good fella's joke. Never mind. Hang on, I'm gonna Google best horse names. Okay, let me just go on. Uh, sorry, horseillustrated.com. <laughs> be careful. Be careful on that site. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be careful, Danny. Use incognito mode. Yes, you need to really watch what you're viewing on that. First computer. sentence of this article is: There's something magical about naming a horse. Shut it down. Shut shut it down <laughs> right oh, now. Is that a, is that a dog whistle? Get, get, this Danny, is supposed get out to be a family podcast. Is that some kind Danny, of signal? get the fuck out of there. Okay, get out of there to, now. Sorry. How about ihearthorses.com slash horsefun. Oh, my God. 
Oh, that's a fucking cool looking horse on the. Okay, we, we're getting distracted. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> they we got, have. They got, they got Danny. Everyone, they got Danny. <laughs> so we have uh, Cherie. The Sherry squad, uh, the Sherry. pony squad. All right, Dave, what's your squad then? You need to have one too, Danny. I know. I'm, I'm looking. Um, I'm ooh, can I pitch? Yes. Sure. I like where you were going with Italian. Um, what if they were all pasta dish is? Ooh. Okay. Like, or pasta name, like a fettuccine, a linguine, a fusilli, and a penny. Rigatoni. Or wait, wait, wait. what if they are? Wait, wait, wait. Idea, idea. So rigaponi. You know how like wait, there's. (laughs) It's it's the names of pasta, but at the end of it, it's pony instead of ichi or whatever. So it's rigaponi, fettaponi, spaghettoni, alfroni. Wait, uh, fettaponi, fettaponi, rigaponi. Oh, this is too much. Spaponi, like which is the ice cream at um, Spumoni would be good. Spaponi. 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 Spaponi is one of them for sure. That's it's Italian. Good. It's yeah. Italian. It's Italian. Yeah. I'm remembering that I have a note in my phone called horse stuff <gasps> from when okay. I was playing when oh, I was playing no. Red Danny, Dead Redemption maybe you 2. deserve that website. Maybe you deserve that website. I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Did you go 2. to type in the website and it auto-filled it because you've already visited this website many times before? There's, like, I, totally there's 27 page history. Uh, <laughs> I was playing a video game called Red Dead Redemption 2 where you get a horse and you forge a special bond with that horse and you have to name your horse. So I have a list here of celebrity names with the word horse just kind of put in there. Okay. Um, such as Daniel Redhorse and Chris Horseworth. And Robert Horsey Jr. Uh, I don't think this is going to work because these people don't exist in your world. Um, near the bottom, one just says Horse Smith, and then parentheses Will Smith. Uh, that's probably probably <laughs> Whoa, not going to do it. That's God. not that's wow. that is, is that the horse's abs- actual name with the parentheses and the second name. And I think it would have to be otherwise Horse Smith. Okay, anyway, so um, I will have. I kind of want to do like Pony Danza. We do pony oh, yeah, the Tonys, different Tonys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So get off of so, uh, Horse Illustrated. Let's Google famous Pony Tonys. Danza, Pony Bennett, Pony Bennett. Oh my God, Pony what Bennett. Fuck. Pony Danza, Pony Bennett, Pony Soprano, uh, Pony Soprano, and um. Oh, and Pony Hawk. Where <laughs> we? I mean, we got we got there all together. Can you we take what? out? Yeah, we there, can fine. we take out Pony Soprano because he's not real and replace him with Pony Shaloub? <gasps> Yes. Okay. Of course. Sweet. Our four heroes ride into Oxalis Grove in the cart pulled by the horse corps with the pony posse bringing up the rear. Thank you. It's high noon here in the Petrichor Forest, and a handful of elves and trants are walking about, going about their daily business. What would you like to do now that we've handled all of the important business? Um, I am assuming that there's going to be the Golden Girls here to meet. To... Yeah, you you look up ahead and you see the Golden Girls, the three sisters, are. Um, they are near the library, uh, standing out in front of the library, talking to Laverne, the cool. head of the readers. Cool. So you walk up, uh, you approach, and when Zabornak of the three sisters sees you approaching Stephanie, uh, she runs up towards you and gives you a, a, a hug. Oh, I hug her back. Uh, you have been gone about uh, a little more than two weeks at this point from the last time you were here. So... Um... Hi, how is it going? Is everything going great? Well, I mean, other than other than what happened, I mean, it's been okay. I I mean, like, sure. I mean, you but, you got um, our you got our owl, right? I, what owl? I I oh. haven't heard from you guys at all. Oh, we we sent one to the Pantheon. Maybe oh, maybe it missed you. Um, remember how how you said that all those people from that town disappeared? Yeah. Uh, it happened again here. Uh, Stephanie's eyes go wide, and she's just, like, frozen. Yeah, the, the people of, of Rosewater are all are all missing. They're all gone, and we don't really know where they are. Um, okay. Fuck. What do you mean they disappeared? When, uh, sh- when did this happen? And uh, Stephanie looks... Um, terrified and has like tears in her eyes and is like this can't be happening already uh zabornak also tears up a little bit and she turns and uh uh, looks at laverne and laverne kind of uh gestures you over like come in and come inside like come over here and she says 
maybe we should discuss this uh, indoors. Uh, okay. Um, is is somebody here to to help these people? You got you you got my messages right. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yes. The the Golden Girls here informed me of our of the situation, and we have prepared lodgings for your uh, returned friends. Uh, so um, this means that um, and Stephanie is getting a little bit teary because we have brought some people back. We can absolutely do this. So don't worry. Um, I am the protector and I will protect our people and I will get them back as well as everybody else that has disappeared. And um, she's kind of spiraling into a panic attack. So she's saying all this out loud to say it for everybody To, But she's mostly talking to herself right now. Val walks up uh, next to her and without her noticing, grabs her hand and holds it. Ellie walks up to the other side and does the same. And Laverne says, yes, we were uh, very optimistic once we heard that you had brought some people back. So we are hoping that we can do something about our situation. I pledge on my life that I will bring them back. Cool. So Laverne takes you inside to the, the library where the readers do the reading of the roots and the ground and all the uh, information that is stored from the forest. And she says, we tried to do, well, you know, our thing here, of course, where we, you know, read the, the whims, the whims? We read the whims and wills of nature, is what I meant to say. And we could not find any information about what happened. The, the people are clearly no longer in the area. And whatever happened to them, there was some kind of energy force that none of us had ever experienced before and has never been present in the forest until that night well good news we know what it is and we know where the people are probably and she tells her what's going everything on. yeah yeah uh, yeah timothy's also there i mean timothy's still with you guys so he uh also chimes in a little bit about you know the fact that there's another world uh he's, he's there to kind of like you know corroborate like corroborate i mean like yeah like there's another world and all that stuff and we all get caught up so did you want to uh, ask her anything specific or anything else? Or do you want to just start getting the folks set up? No, I think uh, Stephanie needs to kind of like sit with this news. Sure. But part of her like processing will be helping the people that she's already brought back and making sure that they're okay. So that'll be probably the most comforting thing to her because then she'll like, then she'll be able to like convince herself that she'll be able to do it again. Cool. Uh, yeah, so later that evening, you go off and you and the Golden Girls and the rest of the group uh, help the Remedians uh, get adjusted. The The readers and the folks in Oxalis Grove have set up some housing. They were able to put together some houses and a few of them have moved out of their own homes uh, and into like lived with each other now. So people are like bunking together so that they, their homes are now open. It's a real uh, you know Airbnb kind of, uh, but if so it was kind. cool and not shitty. Um so yeah, uh, everybody has everybody has a spot. A couple of the Remedians have to bunk together. Um, there's not like one house for each of the forty people. Plus, there's kids and stuff. So there's there's two or three to a home. So there's about fifteen to twenty homes that have been set aside for this. And um, yeah, you get them all set up. And uh, while you're doing that, Timothy Timothy stays behind in the library. He said he wanted to speak with Laverne about the library and kind of what was going on there because he was uh, interested in that. So. Yeah, so you have gotten everybody set up. The last person to get set up is Mabel. You put her in her place, uh, her, her, the place she's going to be living. And uh, Whoa. Well, yeah, I had to correct that. Jesus. Uh, wow, that's aggressive. So uh, all all four of you are there um, as Mabel is getting settled. Mabel is uh, gets her own spot. She offered for some folks to bunk with her, but her citizens told her that uh, she deserves her, her space and her rest, so they don't want to bother her. Uh, she's very popular among the citizens, so they wanted to respect that for her. So uh, you are getting her set up in this nice little, um, nice little hut kind of situation. Uh, it's not super big, but it is. It's enough. It'll be comfortable. It's it's a good spot for her. One of the uh, sisters has found a a good walking stick that can substitute for her cane that she no longer has. Um, so she's she's feeling pretty good, and um, she gets set up in her room and she sits on the bed and she sighs heavily as the four of you are standing in the doorway and she says it seems like this will be home for now and i think it'll work this is this will work thank you thank you so much for for setting this up for us 
it's all we can do for now, but we're going to try to get your people back. And I can't believe that, that it happened here too, but I'm hoping that, that you can kind of help each other through this. Uh, she nods appreciatively and um, she looks up at all of you kind of just in general and says, so what's the plan then? How are you, how are you going to get back? Well, we need a diamond. So right. we're going to try to find, you don't have any diamonds, do you? You asked me that before. I still don't have any. I haven't. Well, you know, I don't know <laughs> if you picked up any on the road. I don't imagine the folks here in the forest would have any. It seems, uh, you know, no, it's not, no, a, not necessarily wouldn't. a natural resource. Seems kind of against their whole thing. Whatever it is, I'm sure you're cooking something up. You, you four have just been, as far as I know, the greatest heroes I've ever met. I haven't met a lot, granted, but, you know, based on everything that's happened, it's, I've seen you persevere through some things. And well, I guess I've heard about it because I was gone most of the podcast. But <laughs> am I in the room during this conversation? Yeah, you're all there. You're all there. Oh, perfect. Um, I chime in and I say, you're damn right. She smiles. She's like, yes, I, I have confidence. I, I saw what you were able to. You, I mean, you brought us back, right? So what's stopping you from bringing the rest back? And I'm ready. I'm ready for you to do this, she says. I will do everything I can. Shit. I guess... I need to go find a diamond. And then I kind of start to walk out. And I'm like, I turn around and I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's, I, I just, I, I just really got to do this now. Um, you need to find multiple diamonds. It sounds like. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. We leave. Back outside. You see uh, Timothy talking to Laverne near the library. And he seems uh, like he's talking kind of excitedly, but also like he's kind of confused. So you approach this conversation and you hear Timothy saying, but that doesn't make sense. It's, I mean, it should, it should be there. What do you mean it's not there? And Laverne says, I'm sorry. I've just, I, I've never heard of what you are describing. And uh, they see you walk up and uh, Timothy turns and goes, Clint, Clint, listen, Laverne is saying that where Balthastar lives isn't here. That's that sound right. And he looks around at all of you like, does that? Uh, he- I've never heard of him. Well, he lives Ever. at the top of, of top of Goodspeed Mountain. You guys know Goodspeed Mountain, right? That's that's here. That's here in this world, right? Uh. And I look at Laverne. No. She just shakes her head because I'm sorry, we ha- don't have a Goodspeed Mountain in our, I guess, world as you call it. Okay. You said Goodspeed, right? Well, we have the the Goodspeed Desert in that direction, but there's no mountains. I'm sorry. And Timothy kind of huffs. He goes, "This uh, he's a horse." Yeah, he's he's been around the the horse score horse score and the pony posse too long. He says, "This is starting to get kind of confusing. This whole two world thing. I gotta say, okay, well, Goodspeed Desert. I mean, it's the same name. That might be it, I guess, right?" Laverne, we need diamonds. Well, we, as you know, we don't have those here. So she she kind of just shrugs. She's like, "I I I would be at a loss about diamonds, but it sounds like your your friend here." And she motions toward Timothy has some kind of lead so okay well we're going to good speed good, good speed. speed mountain well it was not a mountain i guess good speed desert um, I'm i guess gonna, i'm gonna use a knowledge check to see if i know anything about that area okay, uh, yeah you've definitely heard of it so uh and i'm gonna use um what does my uh my blessing give me again Ooh. i thought i wrote it down but oh there it yeah. is. once per day you can book uh the god of knowledge to get proficiency or advantage on any uh on any knowledge roll right or yeah any any, any skill check or saving throw because you okay. just know stuff so i'm gonna do that on insight it'd be history history okay yeah so um, how do you invoke the over god of knowledge for this blessing Oh, how do well, I how do I do that? This is this is our first uh, invocation of okay. of a god, so I would um, like to know how. Uh, over god of knowledge, give me your knowledge because um we need diamonds to save the world, and I need to know if there's diamonds in Good Speed Desert. So you're just looking up into the sky, saying this. With my with my hands yeah. in the air, just kind of well, like, uh. Well, Val, Val, Val Jared, Val, Ellie, Val Timothy, her, Timothy, and Laverne all watch on. Yeah. Val next to her tilts back and reaches up their arms in the same fashion, just sort of following along. 
Ellie does the same, like, well, it, it can't hurt, I guess. And she, she puts her arms up. Uh, Laverne and Timothy do not. They're just looking very confused. Okay. So now I roll, right? Let's roll for it. N- nothing happens? Like, there's no, like, light that shines down or anything? Well, let's see how you do to see what happens. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I rolled a 13. So uh, with your arms pointed up to the sky like this, you don't see anything in the sky, but you hear uh, a voice in your head. And it is the, the same voice that you encountered uh, when you were in the Shrine of Knowledge. The voice says, Oh, you're invoking the old uh, God of Knowledge here, huh? Okay, well, uh, oh, good, good speed desert. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, not, there's not much there. Pretty empty. But um, you will find what you are looking for if you know what to do. Thank you. Um, what do I do? <laughs> For nothing. You only yeah. rolled a thirteen, not a not a twenty. So uh, you know, I'm I'm giving you what I can. But if if you act, you can find what you need there. Uh, can we all hear the God? Can we all hear this? No, this is in Stephanie's head. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. So you thank just see you. her listening and then responding to nothing. Okay. Literally, um, they said that there is diamonds there if we know what to do. So he says, well, well, what are we supposed to do? Oh, well, you mean I rolled a 13, lo- so they wouldn't tell <laughs> oh, me. Oh, that's, that's not very high, he says. <laughs> can we can we guess with the god and then have the god tell us correct? You play like you hot know, and cold I, I with tried? the fucking over god? Can we? Yeah, can we do that? Uh, the voice is gone from the check. Oh, fuck. I mean, at least we know that there's diamonds there. Diamonds in them, they're hills. Timothy says, "Um, well, it, if the diamonds are there, then maybe... Maybe Balthasar really is there. I mean, if it's not a mountain, it's a desert. Okay, whatever. But I guess he's still there, right? We could still go talk to him. It doesn't right? hurt to try. Or a plan salon, I guess, it sounds like. I mean, it's our only lead right now. So, um, and I definitely, definitely, definitely want to try to save everybody, especially before this happens again. So, oh, yeah. um, all right. So we're going to do this. Uh, Laverne. Um, yes, dear. When the people disappeared, did you like... Was, and you read the roots, was it just like blank? Was there a big blank spot? Or how did that work? We noticed that there was some kind of energy that touched the trees and touched the flora here, but it was Uh not familiar to us, no. Okay, excellent. So now it's familiar to you. So I'm going to need somebody at all times of the day scanning the roots for that energy. Ooh, she says. No, um, Danny says. Because um, if this happens again and we need to save more people or we need to see if there's a pattern, we need to we need to know what's happening. Um, you know? All right. That, that makes a lot of sense to me narratively. And, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> narratively. <laughs> yes, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, uh, yes, we can we can be checking for that. We'll, we'll we'll keep an ear to the ground, so to speak, except pretty, pretty literal. Cool. If you find anything or if anything happens or if like when you're talking to like, you know, the people from Remedy, if anything, any new information, whatever, send send me a bird. Send me something. So let me know. We shall send you the bird, she says. We shall flip you the bird. Uh, Ellie steps forward and Ellie says, um, okay, should we, uh, should we get going then? Should we, uh, hit the road, as they say? I'll get the ponies. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the NostalgiaNetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like... The patriarchy. Systemic racism. Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations. And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. 
Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not Nostalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not nostalgia. <laughs> Follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye-bye. Bye.